0: Hi everyone! Welcome back to the special edition of Voice of Evidence. I am here with my co-host Rocco De Stefano and Dr. Jay Lamarca. and today we're going to talk about how 2020 transformed our lives and what do we got what going for 2021? Really, I mean, what can we expect?
1: Predictions, so, forecasts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So speaking of predictions and forecasting, I want to talk about mental health tracking and medical freedom.
1: So we got a lot of it's topics to cover then.
0: Pretty much. Yeah.
1: Okay. What do you want to start?
0: Start with mental health.
1: Sure, we can. Um, I think uh, 2020 has shown us all that uh, the pressures of this pandemic have affected every single one of us. And I think where it was most evident was especially in the children. And so we learned a lot from the stay at home parents because everybody was stay at home parents eventually um, at one point or another uh, and from the teachers especially the ones that were working remotely and they had to manage the kids. We also learned that uh, the stress of being by yourself and not being able to participate in the activities that we used to do on a daily basis, like going to the gym, for example, or normal shopping as opposed to shopping that was required.
2: Right. So
1: for me personally, I, I enjoy shopping. Shopping is a, is a fun thing to do for me. I don't look at it as a burden. Um, during the pandemic, we, we really didn't have that option for a large portion of it. Granted, in Los Angeles, especially, we were lucky for a while. Recently, things have taken a turn for the worse, but nevertheless, um, the ability to be free, to go out, to meet with friends, to play sports together, to have gatherings, to have a nice dinner, we had to transform all of the way we thought. Now, there were some upsides too, as far as that goes, because we spent a lot more time with our families and our friends at home. So that part of it wasn't bad. At least for me, I got to use my cooking chops all over the place, and that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, but granted, this was only for an intimate setting. There was not a lot of people over, ever.
0: Right. We, so
1: We so, followed the rules.
0: So what lesson did you learn for 2020?
1: Oh, the lesson I learned, especially, was that I need to do exercises on a daily basis to preserve my mental health because it's easy to get down. It's easy to miss your family that's far away and your friends that are far away because... A guy like me who travels almost 100% of the time is no longer traveling. It means I see none of the people I normally see. I don't have the option. And that was a very difficult uh, transition for me, not being able to jump on a plane and see my brother and my sister and my other brother and my nieces and nephews or my father. Um, These kind of things were, it it was tough. It was really hard. Um, An uncle of mine got COVID and he was admitted to ICU and his daughters could not visit him, as many couldn't. These kind of barriers that we place in front of us create anxiety and eventually anxiety leads to depression. So you gotta do things in order to stop yourself from, from getting too do- too low. So those are the kind of things that I learned how to do. And meditation is one method and not everybody is great with that. Other people do physical activity. I imagine Rocco can talk a lot about that Rock. because that's a very, very healthy thing to do because it really anything
2: that it, uh, physiologically uh, stresses out the body. You know, it doesn't need to be just physical movement. Like I, okay. I believe uh, movement is medicine. But if you actually just sit back and like, all right, how am I going to stress my body out today? Am I going to go into a steam room? Am I going to use a infrared sauna? Can I just do jumping jacks? Can I use my EMS suit? Can I just? jog on a treadmill for an hour like or can I just get up and move like those are the biggest things that people don't understand and most of 95 to 99 percent of our population could actually benefit from and that's the the oddity of what our I think our society doesn't quite understand is everyone thinks that they need to be on a regimented routine program and I'm not saying that uh as a disclaimer I'm not saying that you that everyone shouldn't be doing that, but most people can't do that. Most people don't have the conviction and the discipline to sit in, and and it's not just bodybuilders that do that, but also the people that have probably the most conviction in their career paths, doctors, lawyers, CEOs, guess what? They don't have enough discipline and conviction to go to the gym and move so if you could just get people to move hit the sauna three times a week four times a week stress your body from a physiological standpoint get an ice bath a cold plunge cryotherapy do something that betters yourself uh, with patience and persistence i think that's what most people would need this year you know especially out of every other year but especially this year
1: i I do agree with you but i also think that there's some limitations there too because having access to a sauna or oh yeah Yeah. and and in california we've got the ocean
2: Yeah, so that's our it's right there
1: (laughs) um and I, i agree with you i'm all for that i also think that some people especially here in southern california were acutely aware of the need to move and all the, the doggies were up down. We're, we're, we're people are out
2: there walking, right? But the thing is we're an anomaly compared to the rest of the oh, I agree totally. If you look at Los Angeles, compared to the rest of o- OC, San Francisco, yeah. there's very few other cities or towns in LA that actually practice the same, um, the same habits and lifestyle traits as La- La Angelinos do. If you look at, San Diego? San Diego has a lot of out of shape people that, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with San Diegans, but there's a lot of people that don't practice nearly as much health and don't have juiceries on every corner and don't have farmers markets on every corner like Angelinos do. You right. go to New York, you go to San, San Francisco, there's not nearly as many juiceries and healthy options for people to, from what I, at least I've seen. Now, I, my, my perception of the world could be completely different than you You guys travel a lot more than me. But from the little bit that I've taken from New York, from Miami, from Chicago, from Boston, those those cities are just getting fresh uh, sweet greens, are just getting these healthy juiceries, fresh juicery compared, and they're not like Starbucks on every corner or, or McDonald's or Subway's like they are as a more frequent frequented place in Los Angeles, right. uh, so wow. we definitely don't. We definitely have the luxury of being a healthier city compared to most well, in America. In short,
0: in general, we're yeah. all uh, really. Uh, I think that self care should be a priority.
1: Absolutely, yeah, 100%. You know, it should that, be. one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah self
0: care should be community. a priority, <laughs> yeah. not a privilege.
2: Oh yeah, for, well, sure. for sure. How do we provide that to people?
0: Is by educating, then okay. again, right? How do we provide
2: around the nation? Like, in Los Angeles, I think there's a lot of people that want to do that, but then they're afraid to go out of, like, their, that, that that market, that socioeconomic market of Los Angeles, and then say, let me implement this in probably the least marketable place in Boston, or Chicago, or Detroit, where people don't nearly value their health and their wellness in their, their uh, what you just alluded to, um, self-care.
0: Self care is free. No. Yeah, it's, it is freedom. Day.
2: Yeah. So I self-care think, I, I, I
0: think, like what,
1: yeah. And so, so if we think about self care, self care is your lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. You People to, don't it do it. Do has that, to be, though. well, that's, that's that. the education part. That they, it has to be incorporated in their daily activities. Mm-hmm. It has to be smart choices. When you go to the grocery store, you don't hit the Twinkie aisle, you hit the fresh fruit and vegetable aisle. Right. right. You hit it hard. You want to get a Twinkie from time to time to feel free. Treat yourself. Exactly. But that shouldn't be the, the top of the list. The cookies and the, the and the snacks and all the junk, that's that should be the extras.
0: Thank you for the cookies. Buddy.
2: You're <laughs> welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> Don't mind the cookies, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess and it's
1: made out of some Japanese sweet potato,
2: the purple sweet potato. Uh, I, I, I uh, actually tasted that. I tasted that. <laughs> Thank that. you. I, did, I didn't realize until you said it just now. Yeah. Ube. So so my question is, from a medical standpoint, being a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you as as a expert in your field uh, in in advising medical advice what would you recommend to your patients or your, your clients? What would you recommend that they do on a daily basis to create healthy lifestyle habits that eventually create a healthy way of life?
0: Right. For mentally and physically. So yeah. I am Spirit
2: a huge body. fan of routine. I,
1: I believe that we are, as human beings, we are better suited as creatures of habit rather than people that have to sort of do things once in a while and here and there because we get off track too fast. But if it's your regimen that you get up at six o'clock in the morning every day, the first thing you need to do is you need to drink a large glass of clear, fresh water. Most people don't
2: do that. Absolutely not. Even That should be the very first thing that goes into your mouth. You dive
0: into coffee right away. I always do too. Is is that because people are, are,
2: are not hydrated when they wake up? yeah of, of, for of course of course
1: but so you have to constantly replenish what you lose uh-huh. so water is the single most important thing that you're going to put in your body we add nutrition to the list of things because those are required to live as well, right? It's not a debate; it's just is, right? Yeah. Um, so, but if let me focus. Breathe, not, if, let you me fo- if
2: you don't breathe, if you don't breathe, air, you're gonna be taking a dirt nap, <laughs> and then water, <laughs> right?
1: Right, and then you're gonna go back into the dirt. And yeah. Become part of it. So, um, so by establishing a routine, you want to do a few things that we as a society don't do well, and that is eat more often, but eat small amounts
0: moderation
1: big, big time shot sure. yeah if it if, if it fits in your palm of your hand that's your portion and that's portion control and it's very simple to do that way i don't have to tell abby for example how much it's what fits in her hand her hand is half the size of mine
0: i said that to my mom so it's, she actually it, followed it's, it. It's, it
2: you wow. know you know it's funny about that uh, i w- i've had the luxury of becoming uh, uh experience with the precision nutrition approach huh? to fitness and health and nutrition Weighing everything off. Um, and precision nutrition unlike most traditional dietetics degrees which i have mm-hmm. um, a dietetics is like do x this do y that and do this amount of that and it's very calculated um, from a standpoint of all of the vitamins minerals and nutrients that you need but precision nutrition what they what they focus on is Habit-based coaching, and what do we all have in our hand on our body? For the most part, most people are born with hands, A pair of hands, and so if you can use, mutil- yep. And, um, well, l- luckily, <laughs> we all have that, uh-huh. uh, but we all have and can use our hands for portion control, and if you can identify with a uh, body morphology whether it be you're more carb tolerant or you're less carb tolerant or you're in between and you're an athlete you know if you're less carb tolerant you're typically a little bit more overweight you look at food and you can gain weight easier if you're if you if you don't if you don't if you don't look at food uh or if you can look at food and you can eat it, as much of it as you can, you really don't gain a pound, you actually lose weight. You're naturally an ectomorph. And I hate you. Right. And and, they're, they're, and what, <laughs> what we do, and this is going back to Abby's point is it is Echo-weight. taught. It's taught, right? <laughs> yes. It's taught. And if we can teach self-care through things like you just right. said, Doc, of uh, portion control through your hands, people can be on their way to self-care in this right. new year.
0: Look, look. To, in short, it's really about common sense.
1: It is. Yeah, it right? is. Everything common I'm sense. saying, is kind of, it's nothing new. I'm it, not reinventing anything here.
0: You, right. But what
1: I would say to Look. people to move on with this, let me just finish yeah, the thought yeah, and then yeah, we can yeah, go yeah. on. Because right. uh, everything you're saying is it's true and yeah. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, with the, the habit of starting out with that glass of water, and then what's the next thing you should do when you wake up? Move. Mm-hmm. Get your body in motion. The morning exercise is hands down the best exercise for you as an organism.
2: Especially because you're super high cortisol that woke you up. And 5,000 <laughs> bring a bunch of energy. Right.
1: And so um, this is a great time because it's the beginning It's how you start your day. And I know from years and years of training experience and, and multiple forms of, of workouts and high intensity and all the rest of that stuff, and competitive sports, what is important is that you begin your day with that boost and your day always goes better. You always feel stronger. You always last longer. Your, your naps that are required are much less. If I work out in the evening, I don't get any of that.
0: If I work out in the evening, I will never go to sleep.
1: That happens, too. That's very accurate. I don't. You well, get the rush. That's where like, the endorphins oh, and enkephalins go crazy at that particular point and you need another
2: two hours before you can go to sleep. It's rough. So then, 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 then it takes away from your quality of sleep. Being it does. Uh, deep sleep. It, yeah, is it, it does, but if that's all you can do, close if bed, that's yeah. all you
1: can do, then you adapt and you figure it out. Well, yeah. I'm not going to dissuade somebody from working out at night, but I would say the morning is better. Yeah. What
0: is the science of that? It's like, I work out at night and I cannot sleep.
1: Because you're, so endorphins. You have, your endorphins are, are pouring out after the exercise, especially and, when it's strenuous exercise. And right. what's the-, the Endorphins is... is human speed. Everything inside you is saying, first of all, it's designed to fight pain. When you are pressing your muscles, you are tearing them. It's very, very small tears, obviously, these are micro tears, mm-hmm. but that, that causes pain and inflammation. The endorphins and the enkeflin system in your body is combating that. It's making you feel not unpleasant. In fact, it quite goes the other way. It's rather euphoric, absolutely, and you get the same release um, during orgasm and during sex as well. So there this are, there are right. benefits to all these things. So it's all You should all have sex
0: at nighttime, only in the morning.
1: You should have sex all day long. <laughs> if you have the time and the, and and you can afford not to work. Go for it. Maybe um, that's your working see, lifestyle, yeah, then it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the so back on track is this. So another thing I want to mention is, as far as this, this regimen is concerned, this daily routine, these habit-forming things, it becomes automatic. Automaticity in humans is a wonderful thing. You stop thinking, you just do.
0: Right. What
1: do the military do best? They train their people to do things automatically. They don't have to think at all about what they're doing because they have done it so many times. They've gone through all the steps. They've thought about it deeply for so long that it becomes part of them. It's innate at that point. And that's really valuable, especially when they need split-second split, split decision-making and rapid action. Now with us, of course, we're not fighting anybody. We still need that automaticity because that way we can
2: keep doing it. Quality of play. Yeah. Better quality and the
1: of other play. thing I would recommend very, very, very highly, especially during this situation where everybody's working from home, we're doing Zoom meetings. I hate meetings. I hate them. I hate them with a the passion because they suck the life out of me. You're sitting in this chair and you got the Zoom thing going on or you're just on the phone or whatever it is. I want to do anything except this.
0: It's not the same. Just it's, it's
1: not. Same. The face-to-face um, interaction with the people you work with and your loved ones is, is not the same when it's over a video feed or Absolutely. if it's on the telephone. It's not as intimate. Absolutely not. Yeah. Plus, you don't read body language anywhere near as well on a camera as you do in person. Yeah. There are micro gestures that you pick up in person very rapidly. On a on a video feed, well,
0: no
1: you know maybe. Maybe. You know? If you you're, you know, blasting eight K in front of somebody, you might pick up a lot, but it's not the same. Right. Not yeah. to mention, remember we let off hormones. These pheromones are real, right? Yeah. They come off we feel people. You don't need to necessarily be in touching them to
2: feel what they feel. To feel the energy and the, yep.
0: That's That's kind of like my, my worries, when everything becomes uh, virtual. Yeah. Unconscious. And we're robots. What's gonna happen with, uh, with human interaction? Oh, it's
1: already them? gone to crap. Like,
0: I'm, you know? It's
1: already there. We're already there. Look at this this TikTok generation, right? Right, yeah. They're, they're in love with their phone. They communicate in every way through their phone, not face-to-face. These, these kids and young adults have zero ability to relate to another human being. And I mean, obviously there's exceptions. My brother's kids, for example, he forces them with his wife to have normal interaction with everyone. So they are, even during the pandemic, they are still it, they're required to have face-to-face conversations. They're not allowed to hug the phone and text someone they're next to each other and that kind of stuff. It's not tolerated because they want them to still maintain love and affection and kindness in, from their mouth to the other person's eyes.
0: So, so how do you overcome any type of mental health issue, really?
1: Getting to that. So what I was going to say uh, along with that is while you're doing these Zoom meetings and you're distancing yourself, whether you realize it or not from other people, take a break, get up, walk around every single hour, really every 20 minutes. You should get up, you should walk around, grab a glass of water, go to the bathroom, do whatever you gotta do, whatever. But do that and give yourself a timeout. Timeouts are really important for us as well as kids. You gotta have that thing where you just turn it off, take a few deep breaths, tell yourself you're doing a good job. Self-praise is really important. You start telling yourself negative thoughts, you believe them. We're, we're, we were touched on that earlier today, but that is a fact.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um,
1: the self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, all that kind of stuff that we do to ourselves, that is really what gets us. All yes. the suicides the, you've heard about negative, during, during this pandemic, self-talk. 100% of it is. Yes. And we all do it. There's no exceptions. I do it too. I'm as guilty as anybody. Because you get yourself in a stressful situation, you're like, I suck, I'm not good at so this. So
0: really, you, you have to think about how you can take control of your mind.
1: Yes, right? it you has to be a control. job.
0: Right, so the, the key really to good mental health well-being of some sort um, is to take control of your mind, right?
1: At least take ownership of your thoughts, right. yes. And I would say use, use um, cues to remind yourselves. If you're a kind of person that likes post-its, put them all over the place. Say things like, I'm a good person, or did you remember to smile? Or, oh, by the way, when you're on the telephone, smile. They can hear it. It's not a joke. When you're talking on the telephone, if you don't smile, the person on the other end of it knows you're not happy. Right. There is an inflection that we do with our mouth that changes the way we speak. Exactly. It's totally true. So when you smile, when you smile, you smile through your mouth and your eyes. Right. It comes through in your voice. You can't really fake it. Yeah, it's it's just it's uncomfortable to fake it because yeah. then it's like, well, so you're not happy. Yeah, you, yeah. you
2: can definitely uh, even when it's perceived in, uh, in movies, even though that's acting right, you, you'll see what they exaggerate of the difference oh, yeah. of the inflection points of your voice of like you can s- tell someone is faking it even in, in when you're in college or in high school or you see the people that are what you quote unquote call it's fake or inauthentic yeah. or not genuine. And this is what I was just talking to Karamo about uh, on, on the last set. And he was like, genuinity and authenticity and truly being vulnerable are some of the things that he looks at and people he brings in his friend group. If you can truly be vulnerable that means you're being, guess what? Your true, authentic, genuine self. And if you if you can be your genuine self, but still with some affirmation and conviction, eliminate the negative self-talk and replace it with positive affirmation, positive visualization, you're gonna live a higher quality of life. It, but what's what's happening in 2020 is where everyone is losing a lot of things, their jobs, their intimacy with loved ones, whether they be family, loved ones, like you can't fly to see your brother and your sister. Um, I can't fly to see my family in Boston. But guess what? You're losing intimacy with people that they looked at as they're not blood family, because people live in different areas of Los Angeles. They're said, stay inside, don't leave your house after 10 p.m. Sure. So what we're, the Delta keeps on getting driven so stay far apart. House. Yeah. yeah. Because after you, why, you just want to stay at yeah, home. I yeah, don't want to be
1: around yeah, because you get used to That's kind you, of
0: what happens, and yeah. I'm starting to get scared like Yeah, yeah, I'm we too,
1: all become hypochondriac after a while. I'm we too do.
0: comfortable by myself. I was like, hey, Abby, what are you doing? It's like, we like,
1: go, no, go. I'm good. I'm
0: good. I'm just like, I'm fine. I've,
1: I've learned to enjoy being by myself a lot more. I, did, me I never so. did before. I
0: feel like, oh my god, I want to date me. My, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to date me. <laughs> That's, uh, I'm that's sorry, very guys, but you
2: know that's I good advice though what you said. I I, yeah. I think we're what we're getting used to in this in tw- from 2020 mm-hmm. is conforming, and that's one of the things that 2020. It might not be the government's intention, but right now in 2020, it's like what we're 2021 we, now. Yeah, well, 2021.
0: But well, we'll, so so what 2020, 2020 exactly. had what happened
2: in 2020 yeah. rather? Yeah. Um, is the government is what what can we get away with to make them conform you know and i think if we can essentially get back what do you mean i don't follow well what 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 can the government get away with of keeping us inside locking us up and it keeps on driving intimacy you mean how hard do they have to press in order to enforce it well no 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 it's they, they don't need to do much other than stay inside don't do this wear a mask what is the government doing that's getting in your way is what i'm asking is doing a lot it's uh for not from my way but from everyone's way they're taking everyone they're shutting down businesses and now people are without work without intimacy of actually human interaction now they're trying to and i agree with this is keep people safe from a global pandemic Mm -hmm. um and i agree safety is key to not having people die and i understand that and a lot of other people understand that too but what's getting is now is going to be the issue of this pandemic is mental health because a oh, lot yeah, of people oh, and that's my point is mental he- is, is a lot of people are suffering and more people are dying from suicide okay. and mental health issues on a daily basis than covid okay so that's all part of the calculation yes right. first, first and yes. foremost nih
1: and public authorities health authorities everywhere in the united states are very much aware of this this is sort of part of the math that they have to do in order to say we're going to lose this many people from this illness, and we're gonna lose this many when we impose restrictions as a result to control the illness. How much of this can we impose to slow the illness and stop it versus how many people are we gonna lose for mental health? They already know. Mm-hmm. That is a calculable number. Uh, unfortunately, when we think about it, we don't wanna lose anybody. Right. It's yeah. the same thing with our military. We don't want any of them to go to battle and die. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the train, train track will.
2: metaphor of like, do I pull one lever and let the people die on the train? Or do I pull the second lever and let it kill one person tied to a train track? Does, and nobody else dies. And no one else and dies. And obviously, you pull a lever.
0: So really, it's all about uh, talking to, um, voicing out Winkers? what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's okay to ask for help, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I encourage it. Yeah. To so, everyone. Oh absolutely friends so like family whatever
2: yeah. well, it's it's having a, just like an alcoholics anonymous or any type of those it's about having a community of people around you that you can confide in trust yeah. be genuine authentic and be vulnerable yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the biggest thing about having a community and that's why why we're going through this mental health pandemic right now essentially of people can't ask for help because they, they, they feel like they can't they don't have they, and they lack intimate connection and that's the biggest problem that we have right now that we need to resolve as a society. It, the, is there any way that we, we can do that? Yeah, for me? Medical there's things. lots of ways. What do we do? There's lots I, of ways. I, I,
0: my advice would be a little less of social media because social media, is, it's, it's, a, it, it's a bit too much. False
2: expectations. It's like
0: you're, yes. you're, It's
2: the vertical integration system yeah. where you look at Kim Kardashian and you're like, why don't I have what she this, has?
1: This constant measuring up yeah. to the, the neighbors is ridiculous. So
0: try, try a little less social media, out. turn it out Just a little Spend bit more time
1: so. with animals. Animals. <laughs> I'm all about, probably about the dogs.
0: Self-care, I guess. I would, I would, Not animals. I would say The animal you the animal version of you. A very
1: simple thing we can all do, which I try to practice on a daily basis is, number one, smile through the mask. Yes. That's the first thing because people see it right away in your eyes. Right. Um, the next thing that happens uh, is when you're, let's say, going to the grocery store or the post office or the drop, the Amazon drop, um, stop for a moment and say hello to people and ask them how they are and don't move on just wait let them say something
0: right yeah that
1: connection means the world to people it's not the california hi how are you and keep moving
0: yeah it's not like hey uh what's up what's up and then can you show me the direction to uh beverly boulevard exactly instead of pointing where it is you, it's, it's, it's better to it's actually it's assist them it's right? about being
2: genuine and okay. authentic with okay. your response exactly. and it's Spend a little, little more time, time
1: with the guy that's checking you out in the grocery store the gal that's there the people that are serving you or whatever they may be even if it's just for a to-go order or whatever just ask them how they're doing
0: exactly so it's like it, we had to basically encourage every everyone each, it's it's everyone.
2: encouraging intimate kind of a global kind connection yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like that's what kindness we like la- we- that's so that's, that's it, it costs that's what us lack.
1: nothing in fact we get the benefit we get back from the kindness is many 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 many, many fold more Absolutely. than what would it cost us yeah
0: so we we covered the mental health part that's basically uh taking control of your mind now let's talk about micro tracking taking control of your fitness or your body
2: i mean i i I think like what i was alluding to earlier about just getting up and moving is is key for health but when you can actually track and measure outcomes and and measure outcomes something something that looks and feels tangible at that point yeah um because you can now see the quality of your sleep yeah quantified you can see the quality of your activity Quantified you can see the quality rather than perceived rate of exertion of like I felt like I did a 10 But actually wasn't a 10 out of 10 um, so you can now like whether it be the whoop band whether it be the Aoi, the smart uh, smartwatch or the mm-hmm. or the, um, the The band or your Apple uh, your Apple watch Or, the wearable, the or like any wearable heart rate variability tracker. I think what we're very blessed with in modern day, and it will continue to evolve, is these wearables that track your sleep, that track your heart rate variability, that track uh, blood oxygen saturation, and, and can glucose then uh,
0: blood, uh, blood
2: blood uh, constant blood glucose monitoring whatever. and yeah. and fast uh, your blood body composition. Style. Yeah. So yeah. if you if you can track these things on a near daily basis, if not weekly basis, and then you can get uh real-time uh real-time quantitative results that then you can reflect on Mm -hmm. like you were talking about earlier you're actually going to start being like oh i woke up in the morning i had a glass of water my my stress or my strain level from today, if, if that heart rate variability tracker does that, was actually a 10 today. I actually didn't stress my body out as much because of that glass of water. Now, it might not be directly because of that, but because you got up, you drank water, you, you practiced gratitude, yeah. you moved in the morning, your strain was less, but you still worked and it still felt like a 10 out of 10. From a perce- perception, but you actually feel more recovered now. And that's a thing, that's a great thing about these these wear this wearable technologies, you can actually get tangible feedback in a moment's notice that now you can reflect on and be like, oh, that does make sense when I it might have not directly, it might have indirectly impacted this, but I can put two and two together and be intuitive. And weigh the options of like when I don't drink water in the morning and I sleep less than six hours, I I, nice. I I feel more tired and it actually re- relates in the data.
0: Right, and the beauty of it, it's available and it's not expensive anymore. Not at all. It's not like up cheap, to really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can do a side by side comparison. It's all the same. At the end Absolutely. Of
1: the day. I mean, so, it's, it's, it's to save a few dollars when you do it. But the the thing that I like about it is I think of these wearables as electronic reminders
0: right
2: they well that's it's like a, with, your phone is your 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 external brain they, essentially 100 percent, it's my yeah.
1: organizer of my life yes. at, right. it, it's how i connect to the world mm-hmm. and how the world connects to me um the the wearables are such a great advantage to us as far as forming habits is concerned mm-hmm. like you said when you have that data set you can make a very brief comparative analysis and you don't need to be a statistician you don't need to be a genius you don't need to be anything to know that some days are better than others yeah. right. and if you just take a little look and say what did i do different yeah i want to incorporate that in my daily routine or my weekly routine right so maybe the half hour workout is good for you yeah. maybe 45 minutes maybe an hour whatever it is maybe you'll figure it out
0: exactly. well and that's the a whole thing about these, that's the whole thing about these fitness. that's
2: the whole it's, thing about these wearables yeah. is it allows you to have habitual practice and you're like 30 minutes works for me when I was doing 30 minutes look at it's right here on my watch it's right here on my on my smartphone
0: look at yep. you, you yes. can
2: see oh I was doing 15 days in a row when I was doing activity for 30 minutes at a time but as soon as I bumped it up to an hour and a half I Start only worked out, on. I only worked I worked out once a week sure I, I do so, that too. Sure. Uh,
0: yeah like I'm basically very true I love the idea of basically gamification of of everything, Me too. right? Me too. I, I, I'm like so proud that like this is what I've done today. Like I but you walked 10,000 steps. I did this. I did you totally
1: this. should be. You got to celebrate. Yeah, you got to give so, yourself props. You got to get. You got to
2: do the self soothing process. So celebrating yeah. and taking. Um, Taking actually joy in the small victories and the small wins, yeah. And that's what what, what I like to you, rub
1: into my friends' faces, actually. <laughs> say, hey, I, I like 10, to say, 000. "Did you do your workout? Yeah, because I did." I, <laughs> do that,
0: I do that to all my friends. So I basically screenshot what I have my steps uh-huh. and send it to everybody. That's Whoa. good. And I that, brag about it. Yeah. So I did ten thousand steps. What did you do? It counts. What, what so my is do. like, I did twenty thousand today. It's so like, yeah.
2: So then maybe tomorrow you'll do more. That's exactly (laughs) what I'm
0: saying. (laughs) What what these
2: wearables actually do now is create a sense of community. Yeah. Because now, on, um, for instance, an, an Apple Watch or whatever you have, a lot of these Fit Trackers, Fitbit or Yes, Fitbit Doctor. Or yes yeah. Doctor, whatever they are, you can in real time see what your friend has if you share it with their their community. You're like, yeah. oh, like yeah. Susie has done fifteen thousand steps today, and Rocco has done seven thousand. What has she been doing? She, oh, she's been up since five a.m. And same thing with the Whoop band, you can see what other people are doing for strain scores and what their sleep quality was. Right. And the great thing about from a community standpoint is it creates a level a, a feeling of intimacy of connection it does create a little bit of competition which is great it's good. um which is great so because it keeps, you, it, active. It, it, it keep keeps not, you active i'm not quite up on that community uh, part of it with the uh, with the apps but
1: i i just do screenshots and put it on well, on yeah, facebook i was like i did well, this and, 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 you know, I, and, I, and I, I facebook brag about and, and yeah. I brag
0: about like hey, how much, uh, st- how, how
2: much yeah. uh, I s- uh, slept. Or Instagram or whatever. Well, well, whatever, whatever media platform you decide to do it on, whether it be Apple Fitness, whether it be Yes Doctor, whether it be Aoi, whether it be Whoop. It'll never be Apple Fitness. It
1: share.
2: <laughs> whatever, Whatever it is. If you share it share through it. a media yeah, platform, definitely. what it does yeah. is it creates a sense of community that's because those people sure. those people of like energy are going to be like, come on, man, you got it. I got 11,001. best
0: way to To spend time in social media, share your fitness outcome. Yeah, actually, encourage everyone. To piggyback
1: on that, uh, I have one of these balance board things. Um, and they they have a, a oh. community on on Facebook, and it's probably one of the kindest, most encouraging communities I've ever been a part of. And that's, did that. yeah, you that's did. how that's how that's how society society
2: should be. Though. Absolutely. And somebody actually, <laughs> somebody
1: posted that blurb on there for 2021 and said that I just want to say that the encouragement that I've received has got me from only being able on um, my knees for one minute to now on my on my elbows for like five. And this is a this poor person was gi- do, gigantically obese. Yeah. Just horrible. Well, And and they're still going at it though, like fighting through it. It's like, yes,
0: this is what you
2: should do. The sense of community. I've been
0: on it for about three minutes
2: now. That's hard. Yeah. The sense of community though is what uh, the, the point I'm trying to make of these wearables. Totally agree. So when you have a wearable technology, whatever technology it is, if it's wearable and it can get quantitative results and then give a quality of community around a sense of, community that drives quality of what you're doing you're going to have more intimacy and the whole point that i that i try to make with my clientele with people that i train and i preach fitness to is you cannot practice fitness without the mental and mind component to it they go hand in hand so if you can connect the mind and the body and eventually create the spirit with it and it becomes spirit mind binding that that great triad you're going to be a better person you're going to have intimacy and at the deepest level at the deepest level everyone craves affirmation from themselves and from other people and when you have that community that's what we all crave at the end of the day is someone saying you're doing good you're doing amazing and that's what these wearables create is community they create action and they create so many amazing things for results in health and if you can just do it with whether it be owie or yes doctor or whatever you choose to do it you're gonna get results you're gonna go into 2021 and you're gonna take action you're gonna grab the bull by the horns you're gonna you're gonna win this it's, it's year just
0: really take control of your mind yes take control of your
2: Fitness. Yes. yes. Create, create a routine. Of your health. Yes. Yeah.
1: Spirit, mind, and, and body. Share it. Yeah.
0: Encourage and everyone else. I love the
1: sharing part. Yeah. I love, I love that. If it takes, if it took me you know, to figure out that that I need to work out every day at whatever interval and I got to get up and drink my water and eat five times a day and portion controls and all that. And I share that with somebody and they learn from it and then they adapt and they share it with somebody else. It
2: just keeps trickling around the whole world. Yeah,
0: it becomes a chain reaction that will- And it's a good thing. Yeah, it's the best thing ever.
2: I, I I can completely agree because when I share something about fitness and health, now if you follow me on Instagram or you follow and subscribe to my podcast, you're gonna you're gonna know what you're getting. So if you choose to follow me, you know what you're tuning in for. So my stories are look at this entrepreneur. Look at this. Look at look at what portion control is. And if you choose and I inspire one out of a million people or one out of my 100,000 followers, guess what I'm doing? It counts. it counts. I don't care if it's one out of a million because I still helped improve someone's quality of life and if you can do that and you're, you can be patient and persistent you'll eventually get what people call a thousand true fans yes. and Gosh. those a thousand true fans will be like you gotta go you gotta yes. wear yes doctor you gotta wear owie oh my god it changed my life and that's when you get a following, or what you could a say, a, 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 a
0: cult, you, you,
2: you, you, you could say a cult, right, not, say a cult in a sense, yes, but guess that. what? It doesn't matter no, because those, they, yeah. they, they believe, and that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. They yeah. believe, and, and if it's cult-like, who cares? Because they actually have conviction and they believe in what you're teaching them. And that's the whole point to get back to the premise of what you're talking about, is if you can educate people of mental health issues and more wearables, and you can educate and inform them. We're going to have a better sense of community, and we're going to have more intimacy during this whole global pandemic.
0: So, really, the uh, this is just a very interesting podcast. I mean, this is one of my favorite, I think. Definitely, yeah. So, Here's what we learned you have really stirring is stirring the yeah. pot
1: today. <laughs> <laughs> we cover a lot. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, what we learned really is uh, self care is a priority. It's not a privilege. Difficult times shows us the real face of life and the real face of people around us. I agree. And how we cope.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and
0: life spares no one. So take control of your health. Take control of your fitness. Reach out. Remember. Reach out. It's okay to us. And uh, it's all in your mind.
1: Yeah. Create yeah. your own community.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Don't feel isolated. And don't isolate yourself.
0: Absolutely.
2: Stop identifying with self-limiting beliefs and just grow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just grow and just know know what you, what, Ooh, what yeah. your boundaries are and yeah. your expectations. Yeah. When and, you hear the nagging voice, turn it off. Yeah, yeah. tell and that remember, person to get away, get yeah, away from me.
0: Exactly. If you start heading into the direction where you become depressed, just reach out to somebody. Yep. Anyone. And, anyone that you can talk to.
2: And if that person that you reach out to doesn't help, reach out to another person another person. Do exactly. You know, exactly. Like, just like Ariana Grande yes. said, thank you. Next. Yes. yes. Just Absolutely. go to the next person. Yeah. If, if someone you choose to in your life decides that they're not the same energetic Uh, or uh, in that same point of their life, they're not in that same frequency. There's always gonna be one in a million people that will be, one in a billion. So you just gotta keep on searching and searching and searching for that person that will give you life, that will give you uh, purpose and will allow you to have passion and be your true, genuine, authentic self.
1: So my take on things is uh, I agree, first of all, with everything we just said. And um, be sure to give yourself praise. Self-soothing, self-praise, encouragement that comes from within is powerful. Tell yourself good things. Don't tell yourself bad things. If you start getting into that that mindset where you're feeling down, you start saying I'm no good or whatever, break free from that. Get out of that room, go outside, take a deep breath. I don't, the, the cold air works for me. I like that feeling. I, I make myself a cup of coffee or have a glass of something good, maybe a scotch whatever (laughs) it takes maybe five (laughs) um maybe
0: don't be an alcoholic yeah
1: (laughs) don't do that but but do something nice for yourself every single day yes tell yourself that even if it's a small thing that you did you did it well and be okay with that you don't need to solve the world's problems in one day no one can so be patient i think one of the most important things i've learned in my life is realistic expectations be patient the moment, the moment you put that goal so far away that you can't see it or even make out of shape, you
2: have failed. Yeah. Yes. Because it's too not ambitious. helping you. It's too ambitious. Move the goal post closer. Yep. And it's okay. Know the end, know the end goal, but have small, uh, checkpoints yes. along the yes. way to still see, even though it's not in sight, yes. you still have those checkpoints to actually have that 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 unreal may, that maybe that unrealistic vision that you may have, but you still have checkpoints all along the way to know it's not as unrealistic as you may think. Yes, baby steps. Yes, yes. Baby
0: steps. Well, yeah.
2: Well, I love this conversation. Thank we you. Learn very a much. Much.
0: We this learn a lot. We learn a lot today for sure. I learned a lot today. Well, thank you all very much for tuning in and. Um, We'll see you next week.
1: Looking forward to a great year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Happy new year.